Welcome to Delera Talks, the business English communication podcast for non-native professionals. My name is Paula, and I am co-hosting this show with Simon. In this podcast, we're going to be covering communication advice and tips to help express yourself with confidence in English and professional settings. So we hope you enjoy the show. Hello there. I hope you're having a wonderful day wherever you're listening from. The topic I've prepared for you today is inspired by a webinar Simon and I recently hosted, and the topic was effective communication. We touched on quite a few fascinating aspects of, you know, effective communication, but my favorite was how different cultures perceive effective communication, right? It's always different. Um, so many people joined, I think a few hundred, and shared a lot of facts about your, your own culture. But an interesting question that came up was, should you be direct and honest, or is it better to be more polite and tactful? And that is what I would like to talk about today, you know, in this episode. Is direct communication better or worse than indirect communication? And when does it become too direct? So I'll start by clarifying what we mean by direct and indirect communication, what what it is like, what it sounds like, where, like what different cultures prefer, indirect or direct. And, and then I'd love to share some tips that, you know, that have worked for me living abroad and working with people from, from all over the world. And, and here's where I would love to hear your thoughts. You know, uh, we're creating a LinkedIn post. I'll add it to the episode comments. And my question is, do you prefer rather direct or indirect communication at work? Again, I'll drop the link in the episode description and please comment, comment. I would be super curious to hear your thoughts. So let's start by clarifying a bit what we mean by direct communication. So direct communication is when we convey a message in a clear and straightforward way. What you say is exactly what you mean. There are no double meanings or implicit information. And, you know, direct communicators often use what we call upgraders. These are just words that make your statements stronger, such as absolutely, totally, extremely, incredibly, 100%. And direct communicators will often say things like, time is money, get to the point. Or you can cut out the fluff. Or it's better to cut to the chase. And in general, for them, honesty is the best policy. Now, where does this happen? Well, people from Israel, Germany, and the Netherlands tend to be much more direct than in other cultures. They think that direct communication is, is a good thing, you know, and, and in general, honesty and, and respect for telling the truth is what truly matters. Um, but yeah, so that's what they think about themselves. But others, people from, from, you know, more indirect cultures may see them as harsh or rude. And, you know, if, if you're too direct, others may think that you lack compassion and self-awareness. You know, so there's the, the two sides of it. Now, what do we mean by indirect communication? Well, it is exactly the opposite, right? It's about conveying the message, not just by the words, but 
by nonverbal cues, like your tone of voice and your pitch, or when you make pauses, or the movement of your eyes, you know, eye roll, or the body posture if you're crossing your hand, your arms. And in general, indirect communicators may say, may say things like, um, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything. Uh, you know, they tend to use longer sentences and there are hidden meanings sometimes. And remember how we said that direct communicators use upgraders? Well, indirect communicators use downgraders or words that soften your message like perhaps, maybe, possibly, slightly, kind of, sort of, think, minor, uh, a little, a bit. And they, they'd rather ask questions instead of giving directions. You know, things like, oh, but wouldn't you rather do this instead versus you should do this, <laughs> right? Um, what are some idioms and expressions that you can think about, you know, that you can think of in terms of indirect communication? I have two. One is to beat around the bush, right? When you're not direct, you're beating around the bush. And the other one is to sugarcoat things. It's when you try to wrap them nicely, especially when you want to say something negative, but you wrap it in a way that makes it sound a little bit nicer. That's to sugarcoat. <laughs> and where is indirect communication more common? Well, in general, in, in Asian or Eastern countries, Japan, um, is the perfect example, but you also have others like Thailand or Indonesia. You know, they tend to be some of the most indirect cultures in the world. Um, the UK, a lot of you have asked me in the past, does the UK have a more direct or indirect communication? Well, you always have to remember that when we talk about cultural differences, we always do that by comparison. So compared to what? I would say the UK lies somewhere down the middle, um, but they are more indirect than most European countries. That means that if your British boss says something like, I suggest that you think about this, it probably means change your behavior right away. So yeah, they, they can be indirect in that sense. Um, what do others think about this style? Well, a lot of people think that uh, indirect communication is, is more diplomatic and it prevents conflict. But on the other uh, hand, it, it can lead to misunderstandings, you know, with all those hidden meanings. Um, and it can also be seen as weak or lacking confidence. So there's good and bad things about both. Which one is the best? Or when is it direct? to direct. Well, yeah, direct can be seen as a gift or uh, as, a, as a negative thing. Uh, indirect is diplomatic and it can be confusing for others. The answer is it depends. Um, when we are in a culture, or better say, each culture has a range of what is appropriate or not. And we, as individuals, make a choice within that range. There's this book by Aaron Mayer, The Culture Map, which I always recommend. Um, and and it, she says, it's not about culture 
or personality, but of culture and personality. And to that, I would add in context. Um, I also did some research and sneaked into some HR and um, manager forums. And it was interesting. Many women reported being told they were too direct. They didn't know what to do. And it feels like there is almost like an expectation or a bias that women should, you know, or they are supposed to be extra warm and smiley and energetic all the time. And when that doesn't happen, then we come across as too direct or harsh. So anyway, I won't get into this now, but it's just worth mentioning that sometimes it's not what you say or how you say it, but also who who you are at the end of the day. So let's say you are a direct communicator. What can you do to make sure that you still convey the message clearly and directly, but you know, it's not too much and you don't get to offend anyone. Well, the best advice that I can give you is for you to bring your authentic, normal self to work. But also remember that direct shouldn't mean rude. Let's look at some specifics that, you know, some specific tips that will help you communicate directly without offending anyone. The first one is build relationships. Seriously, the more trust you build in your workplace relationships um, with colleagues, with clients, with, with your boss, with your reports. So the more trust you build with them, the more space you have for unexplained business and the more you can cut to the chase, right? The more you can get to the point. So make sure you build relationships. Second one is listen intently. It means Truly listen to people and acknowledge what they're saying. That way they'll be more open to listen to what you have to say. Even if it's, if it's a little bit harsher than what they would expect. <laughs> Number three is always consider your audience. Do a little bit of research uh, about your team and where they're from and try to always find common ground. So it's, it's usually it's, it works better to meet in the middle or somewhere in the middle. Number four, and this one is one of my favorite, explicitly explain how you communicate. If you are a direct communicator, say it up front. You can say something like, hey, listen, I, you know, I'm from Israel and I often communicate in a direct way. I hope you don't get offended, but please let me know if you know, if, if something sounds um, wrong to you. Um, number five, beware of nonverbal communication. Your pitch, your tone, your arms, your posture. If you want to deliver a very direct message, make sure that your pitch is a little bit friendlier. So that means a rising pitch, like what I'm doing now. See how it's a little friendlier. Um, your tone a little bit more gentle. Don't cross your arms and have, in general, like an open body um, body language. Number six has to do with the message itself. Try bottom lining. That is to say in as few words as possible what your point is. Just one sentence. And with that, you need to be super specific and clear. One of the problems with indirect communication is to, you know, be too vague and and at the end of the day, that the other person doesn't clearly understand what they should do next. Number seven, 
Focus on actions, facts, and behavior, but not on the person. So remove all the judgments and assumptions, you know. It's better to add actual examples. So instead of saying, you were rude the other day, try saying um, the feedback you gave me on, you know, how I, my presentation was not professional hurt me. So there you're, you're not saying you were rude. You're really describing exactly what the other person did that, that um, you didn't agree with. And the last one is to offer solutions. So you can be super direct, but always try to offer solutions. Instead of saying, imagine you're in a meeting, you totally disagree with other people, but you can say, well, instead of saying, um, that's a bad idea, you can say, well, the system may not support that idea, but how do you feel about doing this instead? Still short, still direct, but you're more um, approaching it from a constructive perspective. Um, so yeah, remember, build relationships, listen, you know, and acknowledge what other people are saying, consider your audience and try to find common ground, explicitly explain how you communicate, you know, be open about it, careful with your nonverbal communication, and six, seven, eight have to do with the message itself. Bottom lining, it means Say in just as few words as possible what your point is. Focus on actions or facts or behavior, not the person, and offer solutions. If you are on the other side of the story, you know, if you're a rather direct person communicating with an indirect communicator, (laughs) one tip that I often give to my students is to Ignore all the soft words surrounding the message and try to analyze it as if you just heard that, you know, the message, but leaving out all the fluffy words and and the the downgraders. Um, Again, I've created this post on LinkedIn where I'd love to read your thoughts. Um, The question was, what do you prefer, direct or indirect communication at work? You'll find the link in the description. Um, that's it. That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode in as always keep learning. And that's all we have for you today. We hope you enjoyed it and remember to subscribe to Talera Talks. We'll be back soon with more. And visit our website at talera.com for more valuable content on business English. You can also request a free consultation on the best ways for you and your team to improve your communication skills. So have a great day and keep learning.